Welcome to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. This is where you're going to discover how to bring awakening into the body and into everyday life through powerful tantric teachings. Get ready to release, open and step into your true power. Hey everyone, welcome to live Q&A. So... First question from Ali, could you comment on gap rage, please? What is it and how to heal from this? I experience severe panic attacks at times when experiencing gap rage. So gap rage is suppressed anger. So if the only time you're expressing anger is when you're tipped over your edge, it's going to feel like gap rage and you've got so much stored in there that's stuck that all of a sudden it just explodes and it creates panic so what you need to do is really take long, deep breaths. The first step is just to be aware that you're going into it. Um, that's like very on the surface answer. Deeper than that is that you need to start expressing your rage, preferably on a daily basis. And an easy way to do that is just to clasp the hands above the head and then bring the body forward and, and just say no, right, or just scream. Uh, no uh, and start to get some of that anger out you can also kick your feet you can also just feel into moments in your life that have made you really angry where you suppress that anger or where you wanted to fight and you couldn't fight and you know let your body fight let the let the scream come out and yeah when the mind is ticking away and it's feeling strange doing what you're doing or you go into thinking, just come back into the body and start to move that energy again and just go back to memories in your life if you need to of times when you were really angry or wanted to fight and you couldn't and you know let that energy move through your body. So long-term solution, feel your rage and anger every day through pillow pounding, screaming, giving your body the natural fight response that's been suppressed at different moments in your life. And secondly, when you feel anger starting to come on, take as many deep breaths as you need to and 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 then remove yourself from the situation and shake or yeah, move the energy, but the deep breathing is really important. Actually, all of the Remedies to anger that I've explored myself or that I've read about, deep breathing is the best one. And there's, I read in a book somewhere that Japanese children are told from a very early age, you know, when they get angry to take a few deep breaths. And that's why Japanese people never get angry. Little interesting bit of trivia for you. So second question from Ali, you encourage such a profound embracing and releasing of our emotions, which is fantastic. How is this practice combined with sitting intentions, practicing affirmations, etc.? There's a lot of spiritual bypassing these days and uber positivity. Where is the balance plays in trying to be real but positive at the same time? So what we want to do is we want to really, yeah, feel our intentions towards what we're wanting to create and, you know, new beliefs that we're wanting and, you know, those affirmations. Oh, I feel calm and confident and relaxed. I love my body. Um, my intention is to feel in my joy consistently. That's all beautiful. But, yes, it is bypass unless we look at what's blocking that. 
So, okay, just say we have an affirmation or intention to feel calm, confident, and at ease consistently. So that's an intention. And then we have an affirmation every day of saying, I feel calm, confident, and in my ease. But there's a belief that bad shit always happens, right? So we need to look at that belief and take it into the body. Bad shit always happens. How does that make us feel? When in our lives has bad shit happened? You know, let yourself feel the frozen parts in time that bad shit has happened to that you've never really had a chance to feel. And then once you've expressed and released that out of the body, then you can bring the new belief in. So basically when you're working with the when you're working with the body, what you want to do is acknowledge that there's a beautiful intention, right? We want to bring that into the body and we also want to acknowledge the block in the body that is stopping us from actualizing that intention, yeah? And then once you've you've brought that block in and you felt what's underneath it, so just say bad shit always happens, how does that make you feel? Go to that emotion, unsafe, fearful, sad, angry, give it breath, sound, and movement. You're doing the online courses, so remember breath, sound, and movement are key to embodied awakening. And then after you've really let that energy out, you know, it's always better out than in, you've unstuck it, you've got it out, then you come back and you, you, you come back to the affirmation or the intention and maybe it's changed now. Maybe there's something even more authentic. So, you know, you come back, I feel calm, confident and at ease, I choose this or maybe it's like I'm safe, it's safe to be in this body, what, what it, whatever it is. Maida. Why are there so many narcissists and psychopaths? <laughs> because the world is fucked up. <laughs> the education system and the government structures are all focused on information going in and the, the body isn't acknowledged, the feelings aren't acknowledged. So, you know, because of that, people are 80% in their mind and 20% in their body if they're lucky and this creates a huge split so that manifests as narcissism, psychopathy, schizophrenia, all the different things. We're also not taught how to be in the body. So a lot of people are spending their lives avoiding their body and, you know, overeating, taking too many drugs, you know, um, drinking too much, all of these things that are creating a dissociation that then can turn into mental illness. Is this a calling to, they keep coming up in questions and comments. Is this a calling to work on inner union? Yeah, of course. And what inner union really is, is coming home to the body. You know, we have that healthy masculine witness, presence, awareness, containing and holding safety for the feminine to feel whatever's here. You know, most problems arise in people's lives because they can't be with what's uncomfortable and because they can't be in their body with what's uncomfortable they also can't be in their body with what's beautiful so we have a world that's escaping from their bodies all the time and also I'm no doctor I'm sure that a doctor would give different answers for why you know why there's so many narcissists and psychopaths and, you know, chemical imbalances in the brain and, you know, there are physiological reasons that can come into it and I'm, I'm not an expert in that part. Amy Sordell, do you offer scholarships in the practitioner trainings? That's been answered by Tara, who's the manager of the online courses. 
Um, Poppy, in the sacred sexuality course, you write that we take on the energy of the person. Why is it like this? What does that mean? How can I clean myself? So basically the womb healing in the sacred sexuality online course is designed to clear you from past lovers. So what happens is, you know, women are receptive. So we're receiving the energy of a man so or a woman, but it's more intense when, you know, there's a lingam going inside of us and if he's angry or if he's distressed or depressed or, you know, not penetrating with love, that energy is going inside of us and it's going into our wombs. In the same way, if they're really loving us and sending healing, that energy is going into our wombs. So we want to make sure that when we're making love, you know, we're making love to someone who is loving us. And, you know, I wouldn't make love to my partner when I know he's got a bunch of suppressed anger and stress in his body because I can feel it and I'm sensitive to it and that's just going to go inside of me. Also, ex-lovers, you know, there's such a tight bonding that happens when we make love. So if you want to really release ex-lovers out of the womb and out of the body, the breath work and the instructions in the womb clearing section of the Sacred Sexuality online course is really going to help you. For the people who aren't doing that online course, um, go to blogs on the Embodied Awakening website and I've got a whole blog, I think two blogs around womb clearing. So take a read of that. Another question about Sacred Sexuality. I don't like to touch my nipples. They're sensitive. So with the self-pleasure, take your time. And if you don't like something but you like it when men do it, that's okay. You know, take it slow. Don't touch them if you don't like it. But just move towards the nipple more and more and maybe just touch them for one moment and then the next day two moments and just just see what's there. Or, you know, as you're touching them, you may just want to rest your hands there and see if there's some emotion. So maybe the reason you're not liking it is it's bringing something up. So give it breath, sound, and movement. You don't want to force yourself into something you don't like, so you can just do it for a moment. But, you know, all of the practices in the online courses are adaptable in terms of trusting your own body. So if your own body is a no to anything, then, you know, don't push yourself. Uh, or if your own, if your body is contracting back against something, you can explore it. Check it out. Why is that there? Explore the contraction. Give the contraction breath, sound, and movement. Give whatever's coming up breath, sound, and movement. But again, don't push yourself. You know, just take it, take it as far as you can go in terms of staying present to your sensation and experience. But then, if your body's like, I'm really just not wanting this, then and then there's just some beautiful. Gratitude, thank you for showing me that anger and emotions are valid. Okay, great. I think that's it. So remember, everyone, whether whatever emotions are coming up, breath, sound, and movement are the three pillars to really coming home to the body. And anything that you're experiencing in life, whether it's pleasure or pain, resistance or attachment, once you give it breath, sound, and movement and you go in and feel it and you feel what energy is there and what energy is under that and under that and under that, you're clearing and making space for you to live more in the moment. And when we're living more in the moment and here right now, 
then we're fully alive, totally present, and no longer trying to control our experience, which means that we're not resisting our pain, we're also not resisting our pleasure, and we're not, you know, having to shift or control external circumstances so that we don't have to feel a certain way. We're open to feeling it all. Thanks for listening to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. For more great free resources, in-person and online workshops and our retreats, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Awakening Academy or visit embodiedawakeningacademy.com. See you next time.